This is the EPLOG audio experience. We have all heard of Tamasha and we've all heard of Lavani. But this is the first time that somebody has thought of collaborating Lavani with Tamasha and presenting it as a production. The woman behind this marvelous concept of documentary theater is Savitri Medhatul. Through her unique presentation, Savitri traces the journey of the oldest art form from the early 1800 to present times. The changes, the influences, the transformations and the perceptions. Over to Savitri Medhatul. Savitri, I'm very intrigued by your production and very intrigued with what you're doing. So I want you to tell me the story in detail. How did you get inspired to do this? What is your background? Uh, so from childhood, I have always been very much interested in music and dance. I come from a Marathi middle class family and my parents used to love watching theater. So I've been watching theater from a very early age. and uh, doing so around um, age 10 or 12 i watched a play called vichha maji puri kara which is a very known very famous vaga natyam and when i saw that and i saw the lavni in that uh, play i was completely mesmerized and like completely uh, by the performance and i was like what is this who are these women uh but of course at that point i couldn't pursue launi there were no launi classes or dance classes uh later later in my life when i after uh, after completing my post graduation when i was researching for my first documentary film that's when i again landed up and uh, landed up at in pune at aryabhushan tamasha theater in two, this was in 2005 2006 and from there onwards my journey with launi has started and it's continued and for past almost 17 years or so i have been researching and collaborating with launi and tamasha artists and the love for launi continues so when you say you have been for the last uh, decade or more yeah. researching lavni uh, are you taking classes uh, for it or are you uh, translating it into different art forms uh, like documentaries movies what yeah. is it how did the first process start so uh, i i i by training i am a documentary filmmaker and a theater maker so in 2008 i made a documentary film about launi and the lives of launi artists the launi performers which was called which is called natale tumcha sathi Uh, after that i have made a theater production in collaboration with a uh, uh, hereditary launi artist which is called sangeet bari which ran for almost 7 years and now i am opening a new theater production with tamasha and launi artists together which is called lavanyavati so i have been collaborating with them for films documentary films launi workshops and as well as launi performances uh unfortunately there is no pedagogy of launi so there is no teaching curriculum and there are no formal uh, uh training classes or uh, uh 
courses in Laoni. So my Laoni training has always been that as for my research, I have I spent time with Laoni artists and I've been learning from them. I've learned the Laoni dance from them. So that's how my training is. But to make this accessible to the urban people, to more people, uh, we conduct Laoni workshops also. Along with these artists, I conduct Laoni workshops, which are like a uh, one-day, two-day workshops for uh, just anybody. We have, we've had college students to housewives come and attend our workshops. And... Uh, so this is how we are now sort of making the training in Laoni more public and more accessible. So this is very interesting when you say that the workshop continues sometimes for a day or two. And yeah. where do you conduct this? In uh, Metropolis or in the small towns? No, no, in Bombay, Pune. We have conducted workshops by... Till now we have conducted workshops in Bombay, in Pune, in Bangalore, uh, in Pondicherry. Actually, I work very closely with uh, a theatre group called India Nostrum and they had they wanted to specialize one week long workshop for their actors so we did mm. a workshop in Pondicherry I've also conducted workshops in London uh, which was mm. a very interesting and mixed uh, participation so we conduct workshops all over the place uh, in, in mainly in cities uh, because I I'm from uh, I'm from Bombay so lots of workshops are conducted in Bombay the other thing you said is that you are also a lovely dance performer. I am a dancer and I I, I am learning Laoni. Yes. I yeah. Am. So when you are also a professional filmmaker, how much time do you get for your dance? Well, <laughs> you have to make time for things you love. So yeah. I, I am learning right now. I'm also learning Kathak. My training in Kathak continues. And wow. I'm, I also keep learning Launi and newer Launi songs with these performers. Uh, for the first time in my new production, Lavanyavati, I am also on stage performing Launi. Till now, I have never performed Launi on stage because I was always in such awe of all the artists I work with. I'm like, I couldn't dare to come on stage with you. But this uh -huh. time, for the first time, I am also joining them and I'll be performing on stage with them. But I'm also a researcher. I'm also a researcher and my interest also lies in documenting the stories of Launi artists. Because kya hota hai ki Launi, everybody knows the Nawari Sadi, everybody knows the Gungru and Nath and everybody kind of relates to the Launi songs which are uh, filmed, which they have watched either in Marathi films or in Bollywood films. But hmm. uh, that's just a very, very tiny glimpse of Launi. There is a huge repertoire of Launi that is available, which is not known to many people or not accessible also at times. So being a researcher, my interest lies a lot in bringing the stories of these Launi performers uh, and sharing them with people and bringing this awareness about this large repertoire of Launi. You know, I love the title Lavanyavati. It's fabulous. Thank how you. did you how did you coin it and how did you uh, freeze on the title? <laughs> so Lavanyavati is a term used for the one who is performing the Lavani. 
and okay. this show actually documents the idea and understanding of who is this lavanyavati and how this word lavanyavati has been represented by different people in different times for instance uh, in 1800 when there were no women who used to perform on stage there were men who were called nacha who used to wear the launi sari and launi costume and used to perform so we think that they were also lavanyavati and today somebody like me who is interested in researching launi and likes launi though not a hereditary artist or maybe not even a professional launi dancer but somebody who truly loves launi and wants to perform launi is also a lavanyavati so we are kind of unpacking this term lavanyavati and who represented lavanyavati who represents lavanyavati and what it means in the modern context uh, that's what the that's what the, the new production is about and so i've been hearing this lavanyavati term throughout my research and i thought that there wasn't a better title for this show than lavanyavati and it's such a beautiful word it has a lovely sound to it yes and uh, i was also thinking that you know no matter how much you research and no matter how differently you project it is such a rich folk uh, culture that uh, it's very difficult to concise it in an hour production yeah. because it has traveled from the 1800s to the present times yeah. it is seen yeah. through so many climate changes political social yeah. Yeah. cultural controversial also yeah. uh, how did you uh, how difficult was uh, is there a proper script yeah yeah there is a there is a proper script and you are absolutely right that it's it's almost impossible to cover all yeah. the aspects and the complexities of the world of launi and yeah. launi artists in one performance Mm, yeah but that's what it is right because my film my film natle tumcha sathi kind of concentrated on a particular aspect of this world then my production sangeet bari which was specifically about the sangeet bari theaters which are a certain format in which launi is performed and the lives of people who live there now i am with my third production i am concentrating on a different aspect of this world so it's not possible to cover it all in one production but what i'm trying to do is produce different works which would as a whole could give you a more uh, well rounded bigger picture of this launi you know when we watch the labdi or a tamasha on the big screen particularly bollywood it's all about uh, either uh, seduction or it is about um, home breaking because the hero gets attracted to the dancer or yeah. it is about how um, uh, she is uh, using or exploiting him for her own uh, future yeah. uh, when you are researching and doing the script of this kind of a production how much are you involved with the lives of these performers and how do you view them with what lens with compassion or with curiosity what is going on in your head and heart that's a actually that's a wonderful question bhavna ji uh, because when i started my research it was definitely curiosity and uh, 
sense of wonder about this art form and the people who perform it um now i think our relationship has evolved over a period of time and now i see them as com in terms of camaraderie and co co creators but the question that you asked yes it's absolutely true that in popular media most of the time a launi woman or a launi adakara is always portrayed as either a vamp who is seducing men and destroying their lives and family or a woman who is completely exploited by the system and men but either ways she doesn't seem to have any agency in what's happening to her but whereas when i actually started working with these launi artists and when i started actually so i went earlier on my research i actually went and lived at these theaters and spent wow. time with them for wow. many days and it was it was a when I mean, for a marathi middle class girl it it shattered so many of my understanding oh my god of, you know relationships and society in general and yeah. uh, it was a it was a life changing experience for me and that's where i realized that yes there are systemic issues with these kind of performances the i mean we live in a patriarchal society which is so strongly influenced by caste and privilege so there the, that all comes down in these uh, uh, art forms also but at the same time these women are so proud of their art form and they are entrepreneurs and they are artists like any other person who want to sustain through their art form and who want to you know grow in their art form and so if if we are okay with madhuri dikshit being an actress and getting paid for her work in films then we should be completely okay with seema tai pote being a launi performer and getting paid for her work they both are part of a similar system you know and they are both a part of a larger uh, societal issue of patriarchy in general so that was also a, a, a inspiration for me that i want i thought that yeah these are the stories that need to be shared with people because people have this misconception which is which not just film even there are so many novels which are written about this and it's always that woman who is you know finally you know she is the home breaker but that's not how it is you know that these women are also part of a certain system which puts them into certain uh, certain positions but it's basically about them being professional artists and that's how we need to look at them now of course launi in in its in its natural form in its core is seductive dance i mean that that's given but <laughs> that has nothing to do with um, you know the 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 dance form and the seduction that is performed on stage doesn't need to reflect on their character doesn't yeah. need to connect with that they are a performer and then there are humans and there are human stories about them yes there are human stories and sometimes you get attracted to your customers and clients yeah. and audience and like those are individual do. like we all do yeah, and these are individual stories but just yeah. for my understanding would you say it is an equivalent to a tawayaf or a kotiza so there are two traditional forms in which launi is performed the tamasha is more close to the nautanki form to okay. for understanding that is that is the main folk form as such because that is per, performed for larger public uh, so like there are 2000 3000 people and common man like villagers and farmers and traders 
is performed for them and that has launi as well as wagnatya which is a play so tamasha okay. is the folk form that is closer to natanki and the sangeet bari theaters which are uh, permanent structures where women live and perform they would come closer to the courtesan uh, culture okay. so which is why generally you know it is said that launi is the folk art of maharashtra but launi actually fits into both the frameworks because tamasha is for aam janta for public but at the same time sangeet bari is performed mainly for upper caste rich men like similar to courtesan culture right so it yeah. actually falls into both the categories and these are two main formats traditional formats in which launi is performed so uh, your play is premiering i think tomorrow right the bombay premiere yeah we perform we opened the play in serendipity in goa and now okay. tomorrow is our first show in bombay so yeah the bombay premiere is tomorrow so how many artists would be there on stage we are around 8 ten people on stage so there are there is live performance so there are live music singing and dancing and as well as there is certain narration which kind of takes the story forward and we also in this performance we are also using uh, audio video documentation so we will be sharing some wonderful archival photographs some uh, documented footage of launi performances so this is like a a documentary theater presentation which uses live performance as well as audio video format is this documentary theater production common uh, or are you the pioneer uh, no i don't i won't call myself a pioneer it has it has been used in maybe in different forms by many people sunil shanbag has been doing lot of work which is research based and like his play about the mill workers and so on but it was a little different form where he he worked with actors whereas in my production i work with the artists themselves so in that sense yeah it would be pioneering but as a whole documentary theater genre i wouldn't say i am the pioneer but yes in this kind of a design where a performance is designed with the artists themselves yeah i think i'm i might be the first one to do it so um before you did this sangeet bari or you did this um, la lavaniyavati uh, you did a different kind of theater do you f- see yourself going back to that theater or do you see yourself continuing and deeper into this no i i do see myself going back to that theater i mean i don't want to limit myself ki oh that woman who works with launi artists but of course my journey with launi will continue and i will go deeper in in this uh, in between actually i had produced another english play uh, which was uh, uh, called woman alone uh, okay. frank darmi's uh, script uh, unfortunately we did two shows the opening shows and the corona second wave came and the project had to be shelved so yeah. it's it's not that i am only limiting myself to launi and tamasha and i am i am working on different other projects also but yes my work with launi artists will continue and i will definitely go deeper into it i have also right now received a 
a, a fellowship from Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Uh, okay. I am I'm one of the five members, five artists who've been selected from India. And okay. uh, I'm actually working on a production of a Tamasha, of a Vaganatya, which is about mm. Tamasha artists themselves. Because generally mm. a Vaganatya would be about a mythological story or some political story or a social story, you know. But yeah. uh, we are actually scripting a Tamasha Vaganatya about Tamasha artists themselves, which is definitely a first of its kind. And right now mm. I'm working on that project and that's going to premiere at, uh, have a digital premiere at uh, Edinburgh Festival Fringe in August. And mm. after that, I hope to open it in Marathi commercial, Marathi Vyavsaik Rangabhumi, Marathi commercial theatre. So mm. there are mm. multiple projects I'm working at, but definitely my training in documentary filmmaking and my work with Launi artists, uh, will continue and because of that the genre of documentary theater it comes quite naturally to me I'm also working right now researching with Adivasi communities in RA and in uh, SGNP the Borivli National Park and okay. maybe, maybe in few years maybe that research will also end lab result in some kind of a production but right now I'm I, for the past two years I've been researching and it needs a lot more work but I, with those communities I'm doing some community theater workshops and doing some work so that might result into something small but so yeah interest have you thought of making a feature film no <laughs> I think feature film is a whole different ball game altogether uh, I have worked in my earlier in my career, I have worked as an assistant director uh, on feature film projects. But I think it's a whole different ball game together. It's a different technique, uh, which I don't think like I, I, I have not, I don't see myself as a feature film director. <laughs> I no, might but you can with somebody. <laughs> if somebody wants to make a feature film on Lavi and they need some, you know, collaborators who can work with them but I don't see myself as a feature film director I think you should write a mainstream script on a lovely dancer, her journey and sign Madhuri Dixit for it <laughs> I would love it, I'm a big fan of Madhuri Dixit and I would love to have um, her do my script uh, well yeah, I mean, hopefully, maybe I might work on a script Yeah, in future. So, in the end, I would like to ask you that you are a researcher, you are a documentary filmmaker, you are into theatre, you are a short filmmaker, and you are a dancer. What is your first love? Dance. Dance and love is my first love. Wow. So, I wish you all the best for your premiere and for other shows. And I would love to meet you. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. If you have liked this episode, do comment. Do rate on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to Rangmanch on your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Hubhopper, CastBox, Spotify, GeoSavan so that you get notified when we come next. Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest. And until then, take great care of yourself.